What's up? I'm Grace, and welcome to the Granola as Fuck podcast, where we try to eat greens of our garbage and choose pink over plastic to live our best, stylishly sustainable lives. And by that, I mean drinking oat milk lattes and using pink reusable straws for our cocktails. Breakfast is the most important meal of the day, and here's how to make it more plant-based. Welcome back to another episode of the Granola as Fuck podcast. When you want something quick and easy to grab as you're running out the door to head to work, or you're looking for some yummy brunch recipes to whip up this weekend for for you and your non-vegan roommate, I've got you. Most breakfasts involve milk, cheese, eggs, yogurt, or all the above. I have episodes diving deep on each of those foods. So instead of going in on each of those individually, I'm just going to go into the overall benefits of swapping out a regular meal for a plant-based meal. Dairy emits on average three times more CO2 into the atmosphere than a plant-based alternative. So you can look at it as every time you're swapping out regular milk for oat milk in your cereal or making pancakes with almond milk and vegan butter instead of regular milk and regular butter, you're emitting only a third of the carbon dioxide into the atmosphere as you would with the regular version. Not even factoring in if you typically have meat like bacon, for example, for breakfast. If you do, then your plant-based swap will make an even bigger impact. One plant-based meal a day keeps the doctor away. That's how the saying goes, right? Well, I guess not exactly, but it does involve apples, which isn't a coincidence. Plant-based eating has been shown to improve overall health. Breakfast can be a major swap because, think about it, what does most breakfast consist of? Eggs covered in cheese with greasy fried bacon with a side of pancakes. Okay, well, that's probably not what you're eating every morning for breakfast by any means, but whatever it is you are eating for breakfast will probably be healthier if you were subbing it out for a smoothie or oatmeal or maybe some coconut yogurt and fruit. And even if you already eat a fairly healthy breakfast, make your breakfast plant-based even just a few times a week for the environment. You feel me? The first thing people think of when they think of vegan breakfast is probably a smoothie. No, vegans don't just live off of smoothies, although I'm not sure why you wouldn't want to because they're so damn delicious. I mean, at least the ones I make anyway. You can really make a shitty smoothie if you just blend water and fresh berries or something like that that's not going to taste like anything except for fruity water and i didn't realize till recently how most people don't know how to make a proper smoothie rule number one use frozen fruit i mean you don't have to do this but instead of using ice which just dilutes the smoothie and makes it taste watery frozen fruit will give it way more flavor because it's making the smoothie cold without watering it down i always add spinach or some type of greens to my smoothies because you can't taste it and it's just an easy way to get some extra greens in I'll link my go-to smoothie recipe in the description, but an easy recipe to follow is just to pick a frozen fruit of your choice. Could be frozen banana, frozen blueberries, frozen mango. My favorite is frozen strawberries, or you can do a combo of all these things, whatever you like. Some kind of liquid, it can be water, juice, almond milk. Water will keep the smoothie neutral, juice will make the smoothie sweeter and obviously more fruity tasting. And then almond milk will give it kind of a more creamy ice cream milkshake consistency. Like I said, I always add a handful of greens, but this is totally optional. I have a discount code for Daily Harvest, so you can get a discount on some plant-based smoothies. Number two is oats. If a smoothie wasn't the first thing you thought of for a vegan breakfast, you probably thought of oats. Oats are definitely a vegan staple. They're just so good and easy to make. And you can also have oats in a couple different ways. The regular way by cooking them on the stove, 
overnight oats by putting all the ingredients together and then letting them sit in the fridge overnight, hence the name, or baked oatmeal, which has become particularly trendy on TikTok and Instagram recently, which is pretty much just like the stovetop oats, except for you bake it. What's great about oatmeal is it's hard to get sick of it because you can always change up the toppings, you know, to switch things up so it doesn't feel like you're eating the same thing over and over again. You can add fresh fruit, nut butter, coconut shreds, cacao nibs, maple syrup, granola, and so much more. Number three is eggs. Now, you might be thinking, wait a minute, eggs aren't vegan. Aha, yes, but there are ways to enjoy plant-based eggs. One way is to make a tofu scramble. You basically just crumble up a block of tofu and add some spices to make it taste more like eggs. If you want something that tastes even more like an actual egg, try the Just Egg. It's a plant-based egg that you can find in a liquefied version in a bottle that you just pour into a pan to make scrambled eggs or an omelet. You pretty much just skip the part of cracking the egg in a bowl and whisking it together. And it's just as if you'd already done that part. Another version they have is an egg patty. That makes things even simpler because you can just add it in a pan or even the toaster and put it on a piece of toast or English muffin for a quick breakfast. Number four is pancakes. Yes, you can have pancakes that are vegan. They're just made without milk, butter, or eggs. Crazy, I know. So the pancakes I make most often are banana pancakes just because I usually have all the ingredients in the kitchen, like pretty much at all times. And it's a healthier version of pancakes, I guess. The basic recipe is just one banana, one cup of oats, and one cup of almond milk. So you can think of it as just one, one, one. And instead of eggs, you can add one teaspoon of baking powder. If you want them extra fluffy, you can add in a chia or flax egg or some Bob's Red Mill vegan egg replacement. But you pretty much just blend all those ingredients up in a blender and then it makes this pancake-like batter consistency. And then you just cook on the stove just like you would normal pancakes and you're good to go. I like to top mine with peanut butter just because I like to top everything with peanut butter and then some maple syrup to make things a little sweeter because the batter itself isn't that sweet because it's only sweetened with a banana. You can obviously add sugar to the batter if you want it sweeter, but I usually just leave it as it is. If you want to substitute for pancake mix, definitely try out Purely Elizabeth's pancake mix. I'm obsessed with all the Purely Elizabeth products from granola to oats to, of course, this pancake batter mix. Their products are vegan and gluten-free, and the brand is based in Boulder, Colorado, which is where I used to live, so I'm kind of a sucker for anything from Boulder. You can just use the mix like any other pancake mix, but but remember to use plant-based substitutions like almond milk to mix in. Number five is French toast. I remember my mom making French toast on the weekends, and I love the smell of it cooking. This is a little bit tricky to make both vegan and gluten-free because you literally make French toast by soaking gluten-filled bread in eggs and milk. So yeah, definitely not the most vegan-friendly, but good news is you can make it vegan and gluten-free. Step number one is using a gluten-free bread, and then instead of soaking the bread in eggs, use almond milk and mix in some type of thickener like chia seeds or chickpea flour or potato starch. Those are the ones I saw used most often. And then just soak it and then cook it just like you would regular French toast. Speaking of chia seeds, number six is chia seed pudding. All you have to do is add chia seeds to a bowl of almond milk and let it sit for a few hours or overnight. Then you can top it with fresh fruit, coconut shreds, maple syrup. All those make for really good toppings. And this is a super easy make-ahead breakfast. You can just make it the night before and then grab it from your fridge and take it to work with you in the morning. 
Number seven is a yogurt parfait. Now you can go all out and layer dairy-free yogurt with fruit and granola and just do the damn thing. But it also can be just as simple as opening a container of dairy-free yogurt and pairing it with a banana and calling it a day. You can check out the vegan yogurt episode to see what are my favorite vegan yogurts. Number eight is a childhood favorite of mine, bagel and cream cheese. Oh yes. Obviously a simple recipe, all you need are two ingredients, bagel and cream cheese, literally in the name. Unfortunately, most bagels are made with wheat and white flour, making them not gluten-free, but if you don't care about that, then you just find a vegan bagel and then that's that. And then the cream cheese is obviously usually made with milk, making it not vegan, but fortunately for all of us, we have some alternatives. So my two favorite types of dairy-free cream cheese are Miyoko's and Kite Hill. Now, if you know anything about me, you'll know I'm obsessed with Miyoko's cheese. They have all different types of cheese and even cream cheese. They offer a plain cream cheese, a savory scallion option, and then a fish-free lox cream cheese, which is kind of interesting. I guess it just tastes like you're eating bagels and lox minus the actual lox, which is cool. I don't know. I've never had bagels and lox, so I guess I don't get all the hype, but maybe I'll have to try this cream cheese out and see if I like it. The brand Kite Hill, like I mentioned, is also another really good option. They have a bunch of different dairy-free products like dairy-free yogurt, ricotta cheese, sour cream, and of course, cream cheese. They have a couple different styles of cream cheese from plain to chive to garden veggie and even an everything flavor, which I haven't tried yet, but I'm sure I'd be all about it because I love everything flavored. I love the Trader Joe's everything bagel seasoning and any kind of chips or snacks or anything everything flavored. Like I'm always down for that. Number nine is the classic breakfast cereal. A decent amount of cereal is accidentally vegan. So all you have to do is just pair it with some kind of almond or oat milk. If you want some vegan gluten-free cereal suggestions that are a little healthier than like Fruit Loops or something, some of my favorites are the Purely Elizabeth Granola. I'm a sucker for Czech cereal because it's made with not that many ingredients and it's naturally gluten-free and vegan because it's made just with corn and rice. Plus like pretty much every grocery store carries it. And the easiest way to tell if your cereal is vegan and gluten-free is instead of going through the whole list of ingredients on the back, I mean, hopefully it's a short list, but who are we kidding? So just scroll down to the bottom of the ingredients list and then it'll say the allergens. And if it has gluten or dairy in it, it'll say contains wheat, milk, eggs, butter, like one of those. My suggestion would be to pair whatever cereal you're having with oat milk just because it tastes the most like regular milk, but you do you. You can have coconut, almond, cashew, all work great. And number 10 on the list is frozen waffles. Who didn't eat Eggo waffles as a kid? Hopefully everyone did because they were delicious, but if you're looking for a healthier adult version of this classic frozen waffle, check out the brand Nature's Path. All their frozen waffles are vegan and over half of them are gluten-free. The flavors that are vegan and gluten-free are buckwheat, pumpkin spice, which is more of a fall flavor, but honestly, it's so good. You can eat it all year round. Chia waffles, homestyle, and dark chocolate chip waffles, which I have yet to try, but it has to be good because my roommate eats these and the first time she bought them, she didn't realize that they were vegan and gluten-free till she looked at the box. So when she took it out of the freezer, she ended up not making it because she was convinced that they had to be mine because she wouldn't buy something vegan and gluten-free, but they apparently are pretty good because she did end up trying it eventually after I told her they weren't mine and she keeps buying more boxes 
despite the fact that she thought they were too healthy for her. So so that's about it. I hope this list gave you some vegan breakfast inspiration. And for this week's challenge, let's see if we can make breakfast every morning this week plant-based. And if you already eat a plant-based diet, I challenge you to see how many different plant-based breakfasts you can make. Like if you're used to having a smoothie or oatmeal every morning, switch it up by making a just egg or maybe some pancakes. Tag me on Instagram so I can see all the different breakfast foods you end up making. The one breakfast I didn't include on this list, which is kind of the king of all breakfast, is avocado toast, but I figured it's so simple and obviously delicious. I didn't even need to include it on this list, but obviously that's always a good choice. As always, until next time, keep eating greens over garbage and staying sciously sustainable. 